Chapter 9 of The Santa Claus Storybook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. The Santa Claus Storybook by Unknown. Chapter 9 The Three Bears. Once upon a time, in a thick forest, there lived three bears. One was a great big father bear, with a big head and large paws and a great voice. The next was a mother bear, of middle size, with a middle sized head and a middle sized body and a voice quite low for a bear. The third bear was a funny little baby bear, with a strange little head, a queer little body, wee bits of paws, and an odd little voice, between a whine and a squeak. Now these three bears had a nice home of their own, and in it was everything that they needed. There was a great big chair for the big bear to sit in, a large porridge pot from which he could eat his meals and a great bed on which he laid himself to sleep at night. The middle-sized bear had a middle-sized porridge pot, and a bed and a chair to match. The wee little bear had a cunning little chair, a neat little bed, and a porridge pot that held just enough to fill his little stomach. There lived near the home of these bears a little child named Goldilocks. She was a pretty child, with bright yellow hair that shone and glittered in the sun like gold, and that is how she came to be called Goldilocks. She was round and plump, very merry and light-hearted, and was always running and jumping about. When she laughed, and she was nearly always laughing, her voice rang out with a clear, silvery sound that was really pleasant to hear. One day she ran off into the woods to gather flowers for she was fond of flowers, as all children ought to be. When she got a good way into the wood, she began to make pretty wreaths and garlands of the wild roses and honeysuckles and other flowers, and very pretty they looked, I can assure you, with their delicate pink bloom and the bright dewdrops hanging like diamonds upon them. At last the child came to a place where there was a great wild rose bush, with hundreds of blossoms hanging down, and smelling, oh, so sweet in the morning air. And Goldilocks began plucking these roses as fast as she could, and did not stop plucking them till she had quite a lap full of flowers, until her hands were scratched with the thorns. But she did not mind the smart of the thorns, and ran gaily on, singing as she went all at once she came to a queer sort of house and she fell to wondering who lived in it she peeped in first at one window and then at another but could see nobody then she thought she would knock at the door but as the knocker was beyond her reach she had to break a twig from a bush to raise it she knocked once twice thrice there was no reply so goldilocks after a while pushed open the door softly and timidly, and popped right into the bear's house. But the bears were not at home. 
after they had made the porridge for their breakfast and poured it into their porridge pots they walked out into the woods while the porridge was cooling that they might not burn their mouths by beginning to eat it too soon goldilocks was very much surprised when she came into the bear's room to see a great porridge pot a middle-sized porridge pot and a wee little porridge pot standing in a row well thought she some of the people who live here must eat a good deal more than the others i'm just as hungry as i can be and i guess i'll eat some of the porridge in this great big pot she took a taste but the porridge was so hot that she screamed and made a spring that upset the pot and it rolled onto the floor then she took some of the porridge from the middle-sized pot and you may be sure she took care to blow upon the spoon before she put it into her mouth but she need not have been afraid the porridge was quite cold and sticky for so the middle-sized bear who had rather odd notions of her own loved to take it so goldilocks pushed it from her with disgust wondering how any one could eat such cold clammy stuff there now remained only the little porridge pot and goldilocks as hungry as ever tried that it was just right the porridge was neither too hot nor too cold and the dainty little bear had added plenty of sugar and a little nutmeg instead of the pepper with which the big bear used to scorch his rough throat or the salt with which the middle-sized bear spoiled her breakfast every day so goldilocks took one spoonful then a second and then a third and so she went on until she found all the porridge gone and stood with the empty vessel in her hand wondering what clever person could prepare himself such a nice meal all this time the bears were walking along arm in arm through the wood little thinking what a busy guest had come to their home they marched gaily on not fearing wind or weather until at last they thought it time to turn back and think of breakfast in the meantime goldilocks had been looking around for a nice seat on which to sit down and finish eating the little bear's porridge she first came to the great big chair but that was much too hard she next tried the middle-sized chair which didn't suit any better it was much too soft oh dear me what an uncomfortable chair she cried jumping out of it as quickly as possible then she cast her eyes round the room and caught sight of a cunning little chair that looked as if it had been made expressly for some one about her own size so she sat down in that and liked it so well she would have sat much longer than she did if the chair hadn't gone to pieces under her she was more scared than hurt when she picked herself up and tried her best to put the chair together again but it was of no use presently goldilocks began to feel tired and sleepy and looked around to see if there was any room in which she might lie down and rest sure enough she found one and in it were three beds side by side one was a great big bed the next a middle-sized bed and the third a wee little bed and they made her think of the three porridge pots standing in a row first she lay down on the great big bed there was plenty of room in it but oh it was as hard as a rock and the pillow was much too high 
so she soon crawled out of that and went and lay down on the middle-sized bed but dear me that was as much too soft as the other was too hard and goldilocks was buried so deep in it that she had hard work getting out again if anyone likes that kind of a bed she said let them sleep in it the horrid stuffy thing and all the time she was growing so sleepy that she could hardly keep her eyes open there was only the wee little bed left and goldilocks tried that it just suited her in every way it was the right height the right width not too soft and not too hard and she lay for a while wondering who owned such a nice comfortable nest and if they would be angry at finding her in it if she had had any idea that she was in a bear's house how terrified she would have been but it never entered her head and so she dropped off to sleep as sweetly as if in her own bed at home little thinking of the trouble that was brewing for her after the bears had walked about in the woods for some time little bubby cub began to grow tired and cried to go home mrs bruin couldn't bear to hear him cry so she urged papa bruin to take the cub in his arms and go a little faster so the three bears came to their home all out of breath and as hungry as any bears you ever heard of the great big bear entered the room ahead of the others and when he saw his porridge pot lying on the floor he roared out in his great rough gruff voice somebody has been at my porridge and he swung his great big cane around as if it were a club and brought it down on the floor with a heavy thump and with oh such fierce look in his eyes then mrs bruin went up to her own middle-sized porridge pot and knew in a moment that someone had been meddling with it so she threw up her paws and cried out in a voice not quite so loud as the great bears somebody has been at my porridge and she looked puzzled and vexed for she was particular about her food and didn't want anyone to touch it then the little bear went to his porridge pot and in a great flurry and on finding it empty cried out in a squeaking voice somebody has been at my porridge and has eaten it all up then he stuffed his four paws into his eyes and cried as hard as he could for he thought it was a mean trick to serve him just because he happened to be such a tiny little bear his papa and mamma were just as angry and vowed that they would punish severely the one who had played the trick if they could ever catch him presently the big bear went to sit down in his great big armchair and found it was not as he had left it goldilocks had neglected to put the cushion back in its place and there it was all awry so the great big bear growled out somebody has been sitting in my chair the middle-sized bear then went to her chair and found a great hollow in it where goldilocks had sat so she scowled and growled though not so loudly as the big bear somebody has been sitting in my chair this put the little bear in a fidget for he knew what to expect if this strange visitor he thought has done so much harm to the other chairs it has probably broken mine all to pieces for he seems to treat me worse than the rest because i am so little so up jumped the little bear 
and saw at a glance what had been done to the dear little chair of which he was so fond somebody has been sitting in my chair and has sat the bottom out of it he squeaked with a doleful wail and then sat plump down on the floor to have his cry out papa bruin was in a great rage and wondered who had dared to come into his house without leave he was determined to find out and strode off into the bedroom followed by mrs bruin and the unhappy tiny cub goldilocks had tumbled the big bear's bolster in trying to make it low enough for her head he noticed it at once and roared out somebody has been lying in my bed then they went to the middle-sized bed and that was full of humps and hollows and looked so untidy that the mother bear scowled and growled though not so loudly as the big bear somebody has been lying in my bed then they passed on to the third bed the coverlet was in its place the pillow was there and on the pillow lay the fair head of little goldilocks and she was sound asleep somebody has been lying in my bed and here she is shrieked the little bear in his shrillest tones the big bear the middle-sized bear and the little bear stood with their mouths wide open staring with surprise at the pretty child they found there the big bear had a tender heart and felt quite ashamed of himself for having threatened to punish the one who had dared to enter his house mrs bruin said poor child i'd like to give her a hug and a kiss she looks so sweet and good and she regretted having made such a fuss over the porridge that had been touched and the chair that had been sat in the little bear however was in great distress at the way in which he had been treated and relieved his feelings by giving a most doleful whine little goldilocks had heard in her sleep the great rough voice of the big bear but she was so fast asleep that it was no more to her than the roaring of wind or the rumbling of thunder and she had heard the middle voice of the middle-sized bear but it was only as if she had heard someone speaking in a dream but when she heard the little squeaking whine of the little bear it was so sharp and so shrill that it awakened her at once up she started and when she saw the big bear the middle-sized bear and the little bear peering at her in a strange way she was scared nearly out of her wits she understood at last who owned the three porridge pots the three chairs and the three beds now the window was open because the bears like good tidy bears as they were always opened their bedchamber window when they got up in the morning and with a one two three out goes she away went goldilocks out through it leaving a piece of her dress in the paw of the great big bear who tried his best to catch her she fell plump on the ground and had to sit still a few moments to find out where she was but it seemed as if the woods were full of bears and so she kept on running as hard as ever she could until she was well out of the forest and in sight of her own home oh what joy it was to be safe inside her own home and goldilocks made up her mind never again to enter anyone's house without being invited and never to make herself quite so much at home as she did at the bear's house the three bears stared for some time out of the window from whence goldilocks took her flight though at first they were quite angry with the little girl 
and ready to eat her up they soon got over those bad feelings remembering that it was wise to bear and forbear and if you'll believe me that little bear who had made the biggest fuss was just as proud as he could be to think that such a pretty girl had eaten his porridge sat in his chair and slept in his bed why he actually hugged himself with delight but as this feeling might not last long i should advise you not to pry into other people's affairs and if you go in the woods keep away from the house of the three bears End of chapter nine recording by greg giordano newport ritchie florida